who return in the Word of God, please, to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, we're going to read the first uh, seven verses. I'm praying about this meeting tonight, and this is a word that God has laid upon my heart. Proverbs chapter 3, the first seven verses. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add unto you to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So thou shalt find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. Amen. We know God will add a blessing to this reading from his holy and his precious word. Can we just bow, please, and a wee word of prayer. Pray for me that the Lord would fill me with the Spirit and deliver the word that he's given to me. Father, we thank you for your presence thus far in the meeting, for the reading of your blessed word. Now as I come to deliver a wee word from the Lord, hide me behind the cross that none will be seen save Jesus only. Lord, you know my heart tonight. I am a nobody. I am a nothing. Lord, take this nobody. Take this nothing up tonight and use them for your honor and glory. Lord, I'm very conscious tonight. You must increase and I must decrease. Bless us around your word now. May we be like the disciples sitting around the feet of Jesus, listening to what the Master has to say to us. Bless us, bless us now in the Savior's precious name, dear Lord. Amen. You know, this is a day and age when many of God's people are slowly drifting away from the Lord. In many circles, there is a worldliness that has crept in in the lives of many of God's saints. We tolerate things in our lives that we would not tolerate it many years ago. There's few very family altars, very little time for private prayer and study of God's Word. God's people are finding it harder to attend the house of God. And you and I need the spirit of the Apostle Paul when he said that I might know him. No wonder the hymn writer penned the words, take time to be holy. Speak off with thy Lord. <clears throat> and I remember presbytery some time ago, I said to one of the elders, well, brother, how's your church going? How's the work of God going? He said, brother, you know what the tragedy is today? 
You can't get God's people out to the evening service. They'd rather tune in online than a go to the house of God for the evening service. Now, I know there's old people. There's people with infirm can't get out to God's house. Am I? The, the online has been a blessing and a comfort to their very soul. But what a tragedy it is when God's people won't come out to the house of God and they'd rather tune in online and, and make life easy for themselves. But you know, as I was thinking about this meeting, the Lord brought... Uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. You know, as I thought of that, I thought of four very simple, but four very easy points. There is a promise to be kept. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. The Lord wants to trust him with all our hearts. You know, trusting the Lord at times can be very hard to do. You know, when you are in the valley, when you are in a crisis in your life, and you can't understand why the Lord has led us down this road. And you know, the devil comes at times, and he fills our hearts with doubt and fears and discouragement. And it's so easy at times to stop trusting the Lord. And it's the devil's objective, child of God, to get you and me away from the throne of grace in prayer. It's a devil's aim and objective to stop us getting in to the house of God. As I thought of that, I thought of God's servant, Demas. He stopped trusting in the Lord. He was a fellow laborer with Paul. He saw souls saved. He saw churches planted. He saw great exploits done for the Lord. But there was a day and hour in Demas' life when he lifted his eyes of the Lord and he got away into Thessalonica, into the broken cisterns of this world. And I can see Paul with a tear in his eye when he said, Demas had forsaken me, having loved this present evil world. And you remember Abraham. Abraham had to trust in the Lord. When God said to him, I want you to take your family and your cattle and your everything that you have, and I want you to go into the land that I'm going to tell you of, can you picture him going to his wife and family? God has told us to move on where we were going, but the Lord will reveal it in his time. But you know, God's servant trusted in the Lord with all his heart. And you can read how God took that great man of God up and used him for his great honor and for his great glory. You know, maybe this evening God wants you or me to do something for him. And he wants you to trust him with all your heart, and he will give you the ability. You know, God never calls a man, a woman, or a young people to do a work for him. 
but he doesn't give them the ability and the grace and the knowledge to do it. And if God's speaking to our hearts today to go somewhere, to do something for him, let's just say we can't do it and just say, by the grace of God, I will go on with him. But secondly, there's a a problem to be avoided. And lean not to thine own understanding. Over this 50 years that I have been saved, whenever I was a young Christian, I remember seeing young men, and they had great talents for the Lord. And when you heard them preach, you would have sat down in awe, and you said, there's young men, and they are in fire for the Lord, and oh, God's going to take them up and use them for his honor and for his glory. You know they were good preachers, but you know what the problem was? They knew they were good preachers, and eventually they made shipwreck of their lives. And I found up growing up as a young Christian, those young men got out of the ministry, got away from serving the Lord, and they just tried to lean on their own under standing. And you know, child of God, if you and I are trusting in ourselves, my, we will fall like nine pins. And that's why I always pray, and I say this so humbly from the depths of my heart, that's why I always pray I'm a nobody and a nothing. Lord, take this nobody, take this nothing up, and use him for your his honor and for his glory. Because I realize tonight he must increase, and I must decrease. When we look at the Apostle Paul and the great and mighty things that he done for the Lord, saw churches planted, saw revival prayer meetings, saw countless thousands of souls swept into the kingdom of God. And yet Paul could say, for I am the least of all the apostles. Just to think about that, this great man of God doing great exploits for God. And he looked around, and he saw other apostles doing a work for him. And he looked into his own heart, and he said, for I am the least of all the apostles. And that speaks to me of a man really down with humility. And that's what I need today. That's what we need today. Christian, when we come to do something for the Lord, let us not trust in ourselves or lean to our own understanding, but just ask the Lord for grace day by day to help you in the work of God, no matter what it is, in the children's work, in the Sunday school, in the door-to-door outreach, and just ask God day by day that you can serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul and mind. But then there's a practice to apply in all thy ways, acknowledge him. You know, so often we forget to acknowledge the Lord. We forget at all the good things that the Lord has done for us, and so often we take it for granted about the work that the Lord has done for you and me and the old rugged cross at Calvary for that blessed day in our lives when he saved wretches like us, 
And often we forget that God supplies our every need. And you know, we think of the words of the psalmist David. He was young, and now he's old. Yet he never saw the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. And child of God, maybe you're in the valley tonight. Let me tell you, the Lord will never let you down. You trust in him with all your heart, and he'll bring you through in the victory side. So many of us know from time to time when the devil's attacking us, and you and I have lay on the pillow at night with the tears running down our cheeks, and you feel the devil attacking you, and the devil said, well, if the Lord loved you this other, the other wouldn't come into your life. And there are times we feel the pressure of the devil and the things of the world taking hold of us. But you know, I often think you see that day and hour when God calls us home to heaven. You know, when we go through the gates of the new Jerusalem, singing washed in the blood of the Lamb, we'll understand it better by and by. And there's times you say, Lord, why has this come into my life? Lord, I don't understand it. I can't see any purpose or reason for it. But I believe that God someday in eternity will reveal why you went down that road, why you went down that valley, why you don't understand it. And we can't understand it at times. But you know, child of God, God is a plan for each and every one of us. I give unto my sheep eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any pluck us out of his hand. And you know the psalmist David said in, in Psalm 37 and verse 25, he never saw the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. We do not realize a child of God but day and daily we are led by the hand of a thrice holy God. He said in his word, I give unto my sheep eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any pluck us out of his hand. Child of God, you see that day and hour you could see it. The Lord of glory, he put his big hand of omnipotence into your hand, and he'll take you until you get through the gates of the new Jerusalem. Have you ever taken a child, no doubt you have, across a busy road, and you got that child, and you hold it, held it firm, and you got that child, and you took it safely over to the other side of the road and safety. And child of God, that's what the Lord will do with us. No matter how hard at times it gets to each and every one of us, the Lord will bring us safely over the river Jordan and into the promised land. But then we have a purpose to be assured, and he shall direct thy path. We do not realize it, but our lives are directed by the Lord. The psalmist David could say in Psalm 37 and verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. As I said a minute or two ago, sometimes the Lord leads his people down a strange road, but the Lord has always a purpose in 
our lives. <clears throat> Remember Dr. Bill Woods, whenever he was ministering to Brazil for many, many years, he was home one time on furlough. And I remember in the Wednesday night prayer meeting, he was telling us that some time ago in Brazil, he was seeking God's will for something in his life. He was 100% in the will of God in Brazil, but there was something that he wanted to do. There was a purpose that he wanted to proclaim, and he prayed, Lord, give me a vision, give me a sign. Show me, Lord, what you want me to do. And one day, Bill Woods went down to the post office, and somebody here in Northern Ireland had sent him a letter, and on that letter it simply said, the finger that points away has God's hand behind it. And there Dr. Bill Woods knew that day in his life, this is a will of God for me, and I will go down that pathway that God wants me to go do for him. And child of God, we must be willing while it's day to work for the night cometh, you know, when no man can work. May the Lord bless these few wee thoughts for his great honor and for his great glory.